Coming up tonight, it should be a great one. Notre Dame coming in at number three in the bowl playoff poll this week, and Miami in South Florida. The Hurricanes at eight and zero. The Fighting Irish come in at eight and one, and that brings us back to one of the classic games in college football history. Twenty nine years ago, won by Notre Dame in South Bend over Miami, and one of the stars of that game joins us right now. Former Fighting Irish safety and receiver Pat Eilers. Pat Rich Ackerman, how are you? Hey, Rich, doing great. How about yourself? Uh, doing just great. Can't wait to get underway tonight. But, you know, you look back on, on the game that you played, and can't believe it's 29 years now, but uh, now with, the, you know, a lot more clarity on it, how do you look back on that day? No, I was just, you know, I have now, since I've married four, daughter, or four kids, three daughters, two daughters are graduating, and the reason it's relevant is they're both down in Miami. They're both Notre Dame grads. And it kind of, you know, in looking at game day this morning, I think Desmond Howard, who when you were covering the skins, he, Desmond and I were both teammates there, he said he hadn't seen as big a game day as what they have down there uh, today this season. And so the electricity that you see on the campus, uh, reminiscent of 29 years ago, we were in South Bend, and, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's what college football is all about. You look forward to these rivalries. Hopefully it's a real health, healthy rivalry, and we'll have a great game tonight. Absolutely. You know, how how good does it make you feel? As you mentioned, you alluded to your daughters, uh, you know, but how the players have embraced the history of this rivalry as well. I mean, it, it means something to them tonight. It means more than the, the fact that they, they're both trying to stay alive in the playoff punt. Yeah, there's, there's a, there's, there's, they both have a swagger, but a different type of swagger. Right, you know, one has the uh, the turnover, uh, you know, necklace, and uh, you know, I, I, I like uh, my son. I have one son who's fourteen. Showed me a little video of the offensive line and some of the linebackers staring at the wall. And McGlinchey looks at everybody, says we're ready, and then they scan, pan out, and they show the the board that says beat Canes. So um, swaggers, different types of swaggers, but it's going to be a fun game tonight. Talking with Pat Eilers, former Notre Dame safety and wide receiver who had the final touchdown for the Irish in that 31-30 victory in South Bend 29 years ago in one of the classic college football games in history. You know, so much led up to that day. Uh, you know, for as bad as the 58-7 loss may have been, which which ended the era uh, of Jerry Faust as Notre Dame head coach, uh, you know, that may have felt one way to the players that were on the field that day, but, but going into the, that famous game back in 88, you know, how much did the, the loss the previous year kind of stick in your craw? Well, the whole rivalry kind of sticks in your craw going into that game. Um, you know, we, uh, Miami, I don't think it lost in a couple of years, ranked number one. You know, we were kind of had been now in new territory that we hadn't seen in a while at number four. In that game, uh, for me personally, if you don't mind, uh, Steve Walsh went to my rival high school in Minnesota, Creighton Durham now. Uh, I went to St. Thomas Academy. So we had a bunch of people in from Minnesota, our high school football coaches. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, the campus was electric. Obviously, you know, things were pretty charged. We had that uh, little incident before the game. They sent... As you know, probably Rich now have a separate um, a separate entrance ramp to the field for the visitors' locker room, and uh, I think you can point back to that incident before that game is the reason that exists today. 
All right, no question about it. You remember where you were during that rumble? <laughs> what part of that rumble you were in? <laughs> I do. I was. I was probably you know towards the goal line, and uh, you know, as Steve uh, likes to say, Steve Walsh, you know, are we going to go around him or go through him? We're going to go through him. And uh, when it was happening, everybody, uh, you know, there was just something. You know, every now and then you get that sense that there's something wrong in the world. <laughs> and that had never happened before. It never happened subsequent to me uh, like that in a pregame warm-up. <clears throat> and uh, you know, it, it was it was wrong for them to run through our, our drills, pregame drills, and it was probably wrong for us to respond the way we did, which is what you know Coach Holtz focused on in the locker room for for a bit uh, before he kind of reset. You know, reset us to go take you know go out of the tunnel. Um, but you know, we, we we have to do a better job of representing the University of Notre Dame, and uh, and hopefully the way that turned out and how the team has uh, conducted itself since then is uh, is is, uh, is more in line with what Notre Dame stands for. You know, I want to take a take a half a step back. You know, obviously you talk about uh, you know Coach Holtz's famous speech, and and we'll get to that in a, in, a, in a second, but. You know, before he delivers that, in the interim between the end of the fight or mer- melee, whatever, skirmish, whatever word you want to use, and you're back in the locker room, before he actually comes out, you know, what collectively was going through the, this team? Was it the, was the you know, adrenaline pumping? Was it just, you know, an uncertainty of where are we going today? You know, what was it like before Holtz delivered that speech? Well, we went in the locker room. It was, uh, you know, it was pretty fever pitch. People were pretty upset um, given what had just occurred. You know, your adrenaline was pumping. Uh, and, you know, everybody, I think, expected Miami to win the game. Uh, but we were all pretty upset of what, of what had occurred. And then it didn't help, honestly, initially. When Coach Holtz came in and kind of reminded everybody, this is um, you know bigger than college football. You know, we're representing uh, if you if you if you are of the faith, you know, you're representing the Mother of God, and you got a you got a bigger responsibility uh, than uh, than just playing a football game. And as you know, you know he's, his famous words, and uh, where you know you got an afternoon to play, you know, a lifetime to remember. You know, and say Jimmy Johnson's asked for me, and that turned it back right back on. <laughs> so, um, you know, tonight they got an, they got an evening to play and a lifetime to remember, and maybe 29 years from now, one of those guys will be on the phone while you're still doing this, Rich. Well, let's hope. <laughs> let's let's definitely hope. And I've been fortunate to to have a lot of great people in my life that I've covered, such as yourself. And you know, as, as we look back on this game, and and I still remember watching it very vividly. You know, how did you guys deal with the ebbs and flows and the emotional turns of this game? Not only do you have you know the pregame scuffle, but I mean, you're up 14 points in the second quarter, and then it's it's tied at the half. Well, if uh, if you play for Coach Holt. And a lot like Joe Gibbs, um, you know, it's uh, it's always next play. So you can't you can't let those emotions impact what you're doing. And, and it's called next play mentality. And next play mentality is regardless of what just happened, you got about 30 seconds to get in the huddle, get back to the line, and try to execute again. And good football players and good football teams, you know, can do that. And those are the ones if you think back to last year's Super Bowl with New England, that's the that's the hallmark of a great team. 
You know, speaking of the great team and the great coaches, uh, you know, you look back at that game, what was ultimately the difference between, you know, you had some guys in the College Football Hall of Fame in that game, you have guys uh, in, the, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, perhaps in that game. You know, what ultimately turned that tide? Huh, that's a good, that's a very, very good question. I was going to just say that there was only 60 minutes in the game and it was, you know, it was neck and neck all the way and we just happened to be up when time expired on the clock, I, I really have a lot of respect for the University of Miami and the fact that Coach Johnson tried to go for the win. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, I was glad that uh, the coaches and Barry Alvarez, you know, then up in Wisconsin, you know, had our defense prepared, uh, you know, for the, you know, for the plays that they were running. So, you know, Pat, Carroll, uh, you know, was able to recognize and, and defend that play. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I think it just came down to we were just fortunate enough that that's when the, the, the time wore off the clock. Yeah, you were one of 63 players on the field that day that signed NFL contracts, and it's amazing. Tony Rice wasn't one of them. Uh, you know, it might have worked out differently for him had he been playing today because he, uh, he was definitely ahead of his time. No doubt. Great player, great teammate, uh, great captain of the team. I think Heisman Trophy candidate, actually, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and still doing great things uh, with his wife, and just uh, you know, one of the one of the all time great people. Uh, real quick, yeah, I know you're leaving the country. Uh, I hope you'll be able to watch this on Slingbox or a DVR of some sort. But uh, your thoughts on tonight's game? Uh, you know, I think we were exposed a little bit last weekend, second half by Wake Forest. They did a very nice job with that, you know, one pass option. I would expect to see some of that this evening. And, uh, and then I would, uh, you know, I think, you know, everybody knows we have, you know, a great offensive line coached by Harry Heastan, one of the great collegiate football, you know, coaches. And, uh, you know, I think uh, we, we have to, you know, in order to run, we have to execute and show people that we can pass. We got to be a balanced attack, and I think uh, I think we made. Uh, you know, I wouldn't surprise me if we saw a nine in the box. You know, a lot of blitzing early on, just to see uh, and put some pressure on Brandon and see how he can respond to it. Because uh, first-year quarterbacks have a little harder time reacting quickly. And if you think about it, if you got four rushers, you got 2.8 seconds to get rid of the ball. A blitz with five rushers, 2.3 seconds. If they send all six, you know, you got about a second and a half. And uh, things happen pretty quickly. So uh, I, hope, I hope, you know, Brandon's got a clear head and, and can make, you know, be calm and relaxed and have poise and confidence and just, you know, when he sees it coming, hit, hit his check downs. And as he does that, they won't be able to put nine in the box and that should open up the run game. So I, I just, uh, I hope we can, we can show people that we have a balanced attack. Well, Pat, thanks so much for a couple of minutes. I know you have to leave the country on a flight, but uh, uh, I wish we had more time because, boy, we could do two hours on this and always already a two-hour 30 for 30 on this. But uh, when I covered the Redskins, you were one of my favorites until you broke your hand. <laughs> yeah, you're nice, you're nice to say. And, uh, no, it was, it was, I was just, uh, I was just a, a two-bit player compared to some of the, the greats, you know, Charles Mann, Art Monk, et cetera, when I was – there were teammates of mine back then and, and, and being able to – I'll tell you in closing, I I feel really fortunate to have played for uh, Coach Lou Holtz and for Coach Joe Gibbs, Um, you know, two of the greats, both at the collegiate and professional level. And uh, with that, go Irish.
<laughs> Absolutely. Well, have a good trip, and hopefully we can catch up again another time. But uh, thanks so much for a couple of minutes. It was great going down memory lane. You bet, Rich. Likewise. Have a great evening.